Hi, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. This week, as we're coming up to Christmas, uh, we're, we're at a very interesting stage, aren't we, worldwide? And I'm thinking that uh, we've got lots of uh, information out there, and now we're starting to see more positive signs that maybe we are at the early stages of recovery out of this global financial crisis. I think we can see some green shoots finally coming through. I know green shoots have been reported on many occasions in the past, but uh, perhaps we're now starting to see, to really see some of these green shoots coming through. And uh, I guess you might have picked up over time that I'm a little bit, uh, I suppose, a little bit cynical about some of the information that comes through the press and from government, because they do have a, I think, sometimes a vested interest in keeping things looking or appearing to be a little bit more positive than perhaps reality may be. And this perhaps protects us from reality from time to time, I suspect. But anyway, I I suppose for me, I'm seeing at the moment in the stock market, we've got a little bit of uh, indecision at the moment. It seems like it's finding a lot of difficulty getting out through that, um, around that 4800 level. And uh, so at the moment, it could be that the stock market might move either way. And uh, because there's just indecision that we can see in the charts. But nonetheless, that we've still... Uh, maintaining our bias, although not quite as confident as we were, as we were, say, three weeks ago. But nonetheless, that uh, we're still maintaining a, a, a bullish bias. But that'll be uh, shown either right or wrong uh, within the next two weeks, I'd suggest. But nonetheless, if we do move into a bullish mode, then uh, we can achieve our 5,000, maybe 5,200 target before we start to see things fall over a bit um, early next year. And that could come through, say, about February. But nonetheless, that we've then got the Reserve Bank and uh, they're increasing the official cash rates. I don't agree with the way that they're doing the official cash rates, but uh, nonetheless, that um, who am I? But for me, I think they ought to be keeping the, the cash rate down for as long as possible. And the reason for that really is to enable our businesses to get going and, and to generate some, uh, some proper growth as the stimulus package comes off. And uh, it seems a bit silly to me to be uh, raising interest rates and then keeping stimulus going. Um, I don't I don't quite get that because the stimulus, as I said last time or a couple of, t- couple of weeks ago, is the stuff that uh, our f- uh, future taxpayers have to pay off, whereas we keep the interest rates low, well, then we don't get as much uh, uh, stimulus that we have to put in in terms of uh, borrowings into the system. But nonetheless, what we're seeing at the moment is that the m- momentum is, seems to be coming up fine in terms of the figures for September. It seems that Australia has avoided, officially at least, going into uh, recession and that what we're seeing is that uh, we've got our, seems like the September quarter is going to be another positive quarter. But what they're finding there is that holding that uh, the quarter up and stopping us moving into, uh, what do they call it, a recessionary, not a recessionary, but a, a quarter of negative growth is we're seeing a lot of uh, consumer spending and the consumer spending is what's what's keeping it up and uh, they do report in the official text is they're finding that that at the um, at the company or the corporate level that there's not as much investment happening there as they would like and this is where we really need to see growth coming from i just don't get it that our society at the moment seems to be so focused on consumer spending rather than on the other side where we get the real stuff and that is having growth and we can't and it's harder for companies who are interested in producing things and therefore creating real wealth, uh, but they can't get the money from the banks. And that, I think, is a real conundrum. But anyway, people seem to want to keep pushing up that path. But look, maybe I'm going to be proved 
uh, sort of wrong there, or maybe it is that it's just a matter of a question of degree. But it seems, though, nonetheless, that looking around the world, and I was just really interested in something I saw in the Financial Review a couple of days ago, and that there's three broad uh, batches of uh, growth around the world. And what we're finding is, in the, uh, in the, principally in the Asian region, we've got China is expecting, this is all uh, GDP growth, and this is the real stuff, so that um, in China we've got 9.4%, then Indonesia's 5.6%, Singapore 5.6%, Brazil 4.8%, and uh, then down to, say, South Korea with around 4%. So there's a band of, of countries that are going to be doing really, really well uh, in 2010. Then we come to the next group, and Australia's sitting at the top of that group, and that is uh, Australia's got 3%, Russia 3%, Mexico 3 and surprisingly... They've got U.S. there is 2.6%. Now, for me, I'd have thought the United States would have to be lower than that. <clears throat> but nonetheless, that's uh, uh, what, what's being reported. And then we move down into the European countries. And this is where we see a big difference. I mean, with Europe, it's, it's probably somewhere between a third um, of, the, of the growth that we're expecting in that other band of Canada and U.S. and Australia, Russia, Mexico. And that is that we've got Germany at the top of the tree there with one6 and then with the UK at 1.25, and then going down to, uh, say, Spain, which has got minus 0.4. I mean, they're in dire straits. They've got about 20% unemployment, and uh, really uh, a bit, they're about, I've forgotten now, I think they're about the sixth or eighth largest economy in the world, and here they are with 20% unemployment and uh, minus 0.4% GDP expected next week. Big drag on Europe, I'd say. And then we've got Oh, they've got here a figure here for Europe in general as an average is 1.1%. And that ranges from Germany at 1.6 down to Spain at 0.4. And then we've got UK at 1.25. So in Europe, it's still got a way to go, hasn't it? And I think that in one of these uh, sessions earlier this year, I was saying that really until a country can get up to around that 3% growth, we're not going to see unemployment drop. And so therefore, we're going to see continuing uh, static unemployment, hopefully, in Europe. It might even fall off further, I guess. And then in Australia, well, we're almost getting to a stage where we can start to see that unemployment, uh, maybe uh, it can actually start to drop away, but I think we need a little bit more growth than that. Our official uh, in, our official unemployment's, what, around a bit under 6% maximum they're projecting. So that's all pretty good, really. And uh, so th there's some really good things that are starting to come through. So we're looking at it from a global sense. We're seeing that... Uh, uh, that the countries that we're most closely linked with, and that's Asia, are going to be doing incredibly well next year, and so that can only be really good for Australia. We're also seeing snippets around where analysts are complaining that uh, BHP isn't ramping up its coal, and what uh, I guess that BHP is being fairly cautious here. But nonetheless, we're starting to see sort of uh, requests for big companies like BHP and Rio to start to ramp up their, their output. I mean, I don't think they can do much more with their output in terms of iron ore. They've just been going flat out. So I don't think they can do much in that direction. But nonetheless, this is now now the push. China is um, I also, I was reading the other day, that um, with regard to car manufacturers, and I think in the last Talking Wealth podcast, I said that uh, China had outstripped the US in terms of demand for cars. Now we've got countries, uh, companies like BMW, who are now moving into China to invest to actually set up car company production plants for consumption by the Chinese 
internal market. Now, they're just fantastic signs, and uh, that's really good stuff for the next, uh, for at least the next decade. So, look, I think it's, it's pretty mixed at the moment. I think that uh, certainly the jury's not out in terms of whether the financial crisis is over, because I think that we, there may be some surprises in the, uh, in the banking system. But nonetheless, there are some really good fundamentals that are starting to flow through, and hopefully that'll let in, in turn keep our stock market uh, and investment opportunities uh, in, on the positive side. Anyway, I hope you have a great week. This is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth. I look forward to catching you next time. <laughs>